Hello and welcome to Two Guys, One Sidewalk. I'm Shane. And I'm Keith. Welcome to episode number 28. I was wondering if you were going to remember I remember this time. Darren Woodson. Episode Darren Darren Woodson. Woodson. That's also my wedding anniversary, February 8th. Really? Yeah. So, I I remember that, Denise. Um, Well, I got my anniversary is September 28th. Okay. It's coming up. That's right. Ten years. Ten years. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Where are you, you taking us out to eat at? Um, I'm, I'm just inviting myself on y'all's anniversary. <laughs> well, I think you owe two Johns. Two? Oh, so I'm going to buy your anniversary. <laughs> I see. That's how it's going to be. Um, you're going to make me pay you back, and I'm going to buy the anniversary dinner. I got that. Okay. All right. Hey, Samantha, I hope you enjoy crackers and water. All the crackers and waters y'all can have. Yeah. You know, I like crackers. I do too. I love saltine crackers. Actually, I can sit down and eat a whole package of saltine crackers. Do you put anything on your saltine crackers? No, just just plain. Yeah, just plain. That's how I am too. I just like mine plain. Um, you see, I got my camouflage shirt on today. I see that. I didn't know if y'all could see me on the blending in. Yeah, it's got little Louisiana stuff in it. Ah, it's a little Louisiana camouflage. State camo. State camo. So wait till you see my shirt tomorrow for the Bozier City Council meeting. Did it come in? It is here. You gonna wear it? I'm wearing it. Will they let you in with it on? They better. Wow. I'm gonna be there. I, I can't wait to see it. You might I need to be there to bail Donnie, me out. Do I need to bring some cash with me? You tomorrow? might need to bail me out. My wife. I just took her to the airport this morning, so. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so like, you'll be by yourself. So I could leave you in all week till she gets back. Probably. Okay, that'd be cool. So you better be nice to me on the show today. <laughs> So well, what, what's happening with the real talk? Tell us what was your, how was your weekend, man? Uh, my weekend was okay, I guess. Um, started off by going to the Parkway football game, which was great. And once again, I had a good time going to it. Well, you announced play by play stud, play like, by play on it. Uh, still learning how to try to do that. It's it's so much harder than you think it is in real life. You you sit there and crit, uh, critique people on on the TV all the time. Then you get up there and you kind of go, uh, and you forget what you're saying. And then your color guy goes, uh, are you thinking? And you're like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be talking. So thanks goodness. I had a good play by, I mean, color guy to keep me awake up there. Cause a couple of times I don't, I just kind of zoned out cause I start thinking about something and think about what I'm going to say. And the play happens and I can't say it anymore cause it already happened. So well, we, uh, I'm having fun with it. Enjoying it. Probably. Both weeks probably just, you know, fun to me. I, yeah. I, I've enjoyed it. And uh, we are looking for a spotter That's for right. this we, Friday. We Our spotter spotter's going to be out of town. He decided he wanted to go hunting in Canada instead and, of... And we do have to else. make a change. The spotter and his radio that he had listening to the refs, you could hear that on the broadcast. So we got to cut out the... Uh, right. It was nice knowing what the penalty was, but it all, like you said, it kind of through us sometimes because you could hear it coming over the broadcast and, and it picked up background noise more than since this one. Denise bailed on Sam and neither one of them went to the game right she, uh Sam watched it and she goes you could hear Chris and you could hear the radio so we'll we'll right fine-tune that first, a ga- bit. first game when I don't think we could hear the background 
noise as much. But, yeah, I, I noticed that the other day when I kind of went back and watched a little bit of it also that we could hear a little bit of the background in it. You know, I think one of the things I enjoy most about doing that is the interaction with the people whenever they comment on Facebook. You know, the fact – I think that's such, what's so neat about this little broadcast we got going on is people can – ask us something in real time and we can answer back or we or if we say that parkway's freshmen play at home somebody can correct that's right but once again we were testing people yeah we were seeing if they were engaged yes and they were yeah i i really enjoy the being able to look at the comments and interact with the people that are there it's you know there are people watching all we had phoenix arizona we had west texas we had people from everywhere watching so and once again, like you said last week, it really works out well for the grandparents and the aunts and uncles and things like that who don't live in town because they get a chance to see their relatives play. You know, and shout out to live. Sobo Live and their sponsors for allowing that to happen. Yes. I mean, uh, outside of the, the play-by-play guy bringing himself two drinks and uh, not bringing me anything Friday night and me having to whine about it, I think we probably <laughs> talked too much about how I like Dr. Pepper on the show uh well, Friday night. You know, you know the good news. First of all, second of all, I will know that you have you like Dr. Pepper. So next time when I'm buying myself a drink, I'll get you a Dr. Pepper. Um, but I don't think you need any Dr. Pepper anytime soon because people. I mean, you must be a fan favorite because there was Dr. Peppers coming out of the woodwork. Well, and I and I appreciate that because you know you get up there and you start talking and your mouth gets dry and right. your your buddy's sitting next to you with his nice cold. Uh, coke and you're just like man sure would be nice sure would be nice to drink something cold you know but the panthers put a smackdown (laughs) on bozier high school and yeah uh, it got kind of ugly kind of quick put a 50 burger up 51 to nothing 51 to nothing so two games in a row the parkway defense has shut out the um the opponent which is nice now i I would assume this week it gets real halton Coming yeah, in. Brotherton Bowl this weekend should be exciting and, and fun as uh, Coy and Jason's teams face off against each other, and uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be a good game. You know, I, I I said it once before on our actual I think on the football game. I don't mind playing Halton. I don't dislike Halton. I enjoy Halton. You know, it's, I always feel like it's a friendly rivalry because a lot of people know each other. I always I always consider them like our cousins from the east or something. But when we play those North Bossier schools, I do not like those. Uh, yeah, I, obviously I talked about it on the show the freshman lost to Benton. The JV beat Benton last week. Um, so I'm, I'm ready for the varsity to uh, get deep into district play and see what we do against Airline. Airline's having a great start. Airline actually was ranked number two in the power ratings in the state. Really? In 5A. Uh, so shout out to Airline High School. Um like I said, I wish them the best of luck all except for one week every year. Right. And to be honest with you, we talked about it. Airline is going to have a good team. That offense that they run just fits well in high school football. It's hard to stop, and they score a lot of points, and you almost have to score every possession to beat them because you're only going to stop them once or twice. Well, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup with Airline as Parkway has a great defense, right. as we've seen with two shutouts in a row. And, you know, a couple turnovers that first game against Minden, you know, that was a high scoring affair where they gave up 41 points. But uh, the defense is uh, really looking strong. They look real the good. Front, the front four and, and, the, and the cornerbacks. And it, 
It's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be tough for our offense to keep up with airline. Yeah. Because our offense is running, you know, a lot a lot of it's based off running. But I was surprised and happy to see against Bozier Parkway through the some quick uh, out yes. wide receiver swings, screens and such. So hopefully one thing we can do is slow airline down. But that we've got a few weeks before that game comes around. But by the way, speaking of the defense, you know how many yards they give up passing Friday night? How many? Zero. Wow. They gave up no yards passing Friday night. That's pretty impressive. Which I think the week before they didn't give up – I don't know if they gave up many the week before. 34 yards. 34 the week before. So, in two games our defense has allowed 34 yards passing. You know, that's pretty impressive. Very impressive. Um, what else happened this weekend? The LSU Tiger – you know, it was a good football weekend around, around my house. So, Panthers win. Maybe around your house. Uh, LSU won. And then the Cowboys uh, put it on the Jets 30-10 to 10 yesterday. Talk, how about football in your house this weekend? Didn't go as well. Um, I went over to Ruston Saturday, and we played North Texas State, which used to be a conference rival, but now they moved up to the American, and we're still in Conference USA. But once again, Tech started off slow, and we were down early like before, and at – and I pulled a stunt that I don't like to do because I'm usually a true fan. But I left in the middle of the third quarter. Tech went down 30 to 14, and I was just aggravated. And I thought, I got an hour drive back, and I'm just – I don't want to sit here and watch this because it's just aggravating. I'm, I, and I told you I'm going to say something I can't believe I'm fixing to say. You know I'm a diehard Tech fan, but I am getting so aggravated with Tech sports. They – they don't seem to put the money in it to to make it what it needs to be. And I know a lot of it is they don't have the money because the, the other schools in Louisiana, they don't get the money that LSU gets. And it's just the way the system's set up. Not to mention there's too many universities in Louisiana, I think, to begin with. We, You know, you got ULM, you got Grambling, you got Tech, all within 30 minutes of each other, really within 30 miles of each other. You know, that should really probably have been one school at some point. You know, and then you throw in Northwestern, which is less than an hour away. Now you got four within an hour of each other. That's just – there's no way that we – one can, can um, sustain those because there's not enough students going to each of them for it to do it. But – and it probably costs the state a ton of money to have to operate four universities, you know, instead of one big one in North Louisiana. But – you know as well as I do, that'll never change because North Louisiana is totally different from South Louisiana. They don't care anything about North Louisiana at all. But I, I've just kind of gotten to the point where I burn out on tech, that, tech athletics. And I hate to say that because I've been a tech fan for so long, but it's just not – they don't seem to care over there. The administration, I'm not sure what it is, just doesn't seem to want to put the – the emphasis on athletics. I'm a true believer if your athletics are good and strong, it brings more students in. You know, students want to go where places where there's winning and there's excitement and there's things like that. And there's just – it's no excitement at the games. And, you know, I showed sent you a video of a couple weeks ago of Virginia Tech and their pregame of um, – I can't think of the song, Metallica's um, – Inner Sandman, and it is incredible. If you hadn't seen their video 
of how they enter the stadium, you ought to go check that out. That is, to me, I, I, I told my wife that's on my bucket list now. I just want to go to one of their games. I'm not even a Virginia Tech fan, but just to go, just to go that experience that. that. Yeah, it, it was really cool. But back to Tech, I left in the middle of the third quarter, and they were down 30 to 14. Well, I get home, and Tech had lost 40 to 37 on a last-second field goal. So Tech came back and tied it up with a minute to go, only to let them drive back down and kick a game-winning field goal, which is very aggravating. But so I was just kind of to the point where you know I kind of was kind of burnt out on that drive over there and watching them play the same way they played week in and week out. So yesterday I didn't get a chance to watch much football. I did a little bit of walking yesterday and. I'm going to have to say yesterday, you know, I always have some stories that I tell about me walking because there's always – every time you walk, there's a story. It seems like it, it doesn't matter where you go. There's going to be some type of story that comes out. Well, yesterday the story comes out of me being the bonehead because yesterday I went to – I had two – I had three houses in row of four. Two on one side, nobody, and then a, a fourth one. I said, you know what, let's stop at this house in the middle since we're – here you know no need to walk by his house and not stop on it so i knock on the door and of course nobody comes so i'm leaving and this old man comes out of out of his garage and he looks like he hates the world he he just looks angry i thought uh oh this is not gonna be good i said hey how's it going today he goes terrible i thought oh great and he said he goes he said something to me and i i didn't quite understand what he said so i said yeah, me either. So, just trying to agree with what he said. So, then I started giving him my spill about what I do, and my wife goes, Keith, he said he doesn't vote. I said, oh, I actually thought he said he doesn't float. <laughs> and she goes, he doesn't float? And I was like, I don't know. I thought he said he doesn't float. I just agreed with him. She goes, yeah, you agreed with him that you don't vote. You're over here running for an office, and you're telling this guy you don't vote either. And I was like, well, I thought he said he doesn't float, because I was thinking, I don't float. I mean, he was looking at the tree, and he said he doesn't float, but obviously he said he doesn't vote. So I'm, I'm sure he was wondering why I was still talking to him after he said he doesn't vote, and I was... Maybe uh, you could have convinced him to vote. Well, i tell you this. He had my push card in his hand, and I said, well, you want me to go ahead and... I, I said, I'll take my push card. No, I'll, I'll hang on to it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to somebody. I said, okay, well, give it to somebody. Because I might give it to the lady next door. She's in the hospital, but I might give it to her. Well, she's in the hospital. Let's give it to somebody who's not in the hospital. Maybe somebody who can vote. But, no, I, so I look like an idiot yesterday thinking, he's probably thinking, what dummy says he can't float? So he's probably telling people, hey, don't vote for this guy. He's high. He thinks he can float. So, well, anyway, we came back drive probably 45 minutes later, the guy's still standing in his driveway looking up at his tree holding my push car. So he's probably still trying to figure out how I floated up into the tree when I left or something. I'm not real sure. but So that was my how I looked like an idiot yesterday. But other than that, I had a good day. We, we, we had a lot of houses yesterday. I enjoy these uh, stories of walking because I remember them all too well from 2021. And it, it, it is fun. And it's stuff that you'll remember for yeah. a while, even when you confuse float with vote. <laughs> Like I said, I, I didn't know why he said he floated. He didn't float, but I thought, well, I don't either, so I'll go ahead and agree with him. You know, I thought maybe, you know, some people make a stupid joke sometimes just to be funny. 
I thought that's what he was doing. I should have known whenever he came out, I hate the world, it's terrible, that he wasn't trying to be funny. But, you know, I think he was an old Vietnam vet or something because he – I'm pretty sure he didn't like me. He, But but I, I, every time we go, I get a different story. I enjoy that. There's always something – like I said, there's always some type of story that comes out of it. So, like you said, there's a, stories for, for days to come and – one of these days I'll get to look back on. I've tried to write some of them down after I've been going in a little book, you know, because, you know, some are neat, some are heartwarming, something like that. So uh, I've heard I've heard people talk about how, how bad some of the roads are and so things like that. I, I, a lot of them like to tell you they're, they're what they find wrong in politics, but they also like to tell you what they find wrong in the world and in their personal life and... You know, I'm always grateful for the ones who are dressed when they answer the door. I've had a few that have come out there with no shirt on, rubbing their belly. Hey, what do you want? So it's 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 interesting, but yeah, it's getting there. Oh, speaking of that, before I forget, you know, mail-in ballots came out this weekend. So if you're listening to us and you have not done your mail-in ballot yet, be sure and flip over to the backside because. There's some more stuff on the backside. I've heard some people talk about that. Hey, I didn't see see anything on the District 12. It's on the back of the ballot. So there's sure. a joke somewhere about you being on the backside, but anyway. Yeah, probably so. That's probably not something you can talk about right now. Your mama would not appreciate some joke you're gonna make about a backside. So it's true, and you can't blame it on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I have to correct that in the uh, dad joke <laughs> segment of today's show. Yeah. Um, that, we'll we'll talk about that later, but yeah. So that's kind of how I am. We're waiting for the Saints to play tonight. I'm sure they're playing against Bryce Young. So I'm sure Bryce Young will throw for 350 yards tonight. They always seem to make a rookie quarterback look like. Hope he throws 250 of it to Terrace Marshall. Hey, Jr. if we were to lose to the Panthers and Terrace had 250 yards and two touchdowns, I'd be tickle pink. Oh, well, not tickle pink, but I would be happy for. Okay, I would be okay <laughs> with Terrace doing that. You know, and believe it or not, Saints almost have to win this week to stay in contention because Tampa Bay's two and zero, and Atlanta's two and zero. Tampa Bay with uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is is yes. put, kind of putting on a show. It's supposed to, everybody talking about this is supposed to be the weak division. Well, we, we got two teams two and zero, and another one. I agree, I agree with go. the weak division comment. See, I didn't even go any. I didn't even say anything about your cowgirls, and you knocking my division. Do you want to talk about your cowgirls a little bit? We can talk about them. And, uh, gave up ten, only 10 points yesterday after a shutout. Last two games, 70 to 10, I believe. Wow. Uh, Cowboys are looking strong. Defense is looking good. I take it week by week. I'm not one of these Cowboys fans that that thinks we're going to win the Super Bowl just because we're 2-0. and uh, Take it week by week. We played the Jets without Aaron Rodgers, and we played the Giants, who – Ended up, they were getting stomped yesterday. And came back and, and won And came that back game. and won. Yeah. So, uh, you know, football season is fun. It's my favorite time of the year. I sat back yesterday. I didn't really have a whole lot to talk about in the Real Talk segment just because I just kind of hung out and watched football. Stayed up till one thirty in the morning watching Coach Prime, Colorado, come back and beat Colorado State. Yeah. And then watched the NFL yesterday. I, you know, I, I've heard of – at church Sunday morning, there was a lot of people who were like, you know what, I stayed up entirely too long last night watching that Colorado-Colorado State game. They were like, you know, I, it was a game that I couldn't stop watching. I ended up stopped watching it right about a little after halftime. I was like, I'm I, I going to bed. And it seems like it got more exciting 
late yeah, in the game. Yeah, he really did. He went into double overtime, and the prime magic is continuing to. They're they're gonna they play Oregon this weekend. Though. So this will be the first real test, yeah. I guess. Even though Colorado State gave them everything they wanted, that they did. Colorado State, I will say, a lot of dirty. I mean, I think they had yeah. seven unsportsmanlike penalties. I did see that that hit Colorado on Hunter. State. Yeah, that was, and of course, that sent him to the hospital. Yeah, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't heard update on him, but, but um, that, that was, was a dirty was a shot. Dirty, of course, yeah. it was a rivalry game, so yeah. you're going to have that. But um, unless you got anything else for real talk, well, I got a question. I got, I do have a question for you. I, I know you're a prime fan right now right and i think you told me before you've always been a prime fan all right i saw an interview uh earlier in the week or about a week ago and the question was to Dion um barry sanders okay it said who is a better athlete you or Dion?" and they asked barry that do you who do you think a better better athlete mm-hmm. Dion. i agree and D, um Barry said, well, Dion's a better athlete than I am because he played professionally in two sports. Of course he's – and I was real – thought that was really nice that, you know, most time a professional athlete would always say, oh, I'm better. Right. But Barry's like, no, Dion's a better athlete than I am by far. You know, um, now football-wise, I don't know, but – yeah, I as tell you, I mean, Barry athlete, Sanders is one of the greatest running backs ever. So I, it's I hard to com- compare them there. But when you say athlete, you know, I mean, I watched something this weekend where Dion had been out of baseball for three years. His first time up playing for the Reds. First game back, he hit a home run. He hit, really? you know, a uh, heck of an athlete and heck of a motivator. I mean, I, I, I uh, obviously I'm an LSU fan and – you know he's probably gonna steal some of our recruits. So I, I, at some point, I hate that. But man, you talk about somebody that that loves on those kids and motivates those kids. Uh, he he's one of the best at it. And you know, I was telling my wife as I was talking, I, talking a little bit about Dion over over the weekend. You know, he there's just something about him when the, you know that when the lights come on. You know, that you see prime. Right. But what people don't see is when the lights aren't on. It was just like when his son got demolished the other night in the game, came over the sideline, had some blood on his lip because, I mean, he got hit. He just reached over, wiped it off, and then, you know, went back to what he was doing. But he's just a, you know, he's, he's just a good person. Now, for marketing purposes, when the lights are on and the camera's in front of him, he plays that up tremendously to right. the prime. But Deion Sanders, the person and the motivator and the individual, is a pretty impressive person. You know, and that's something I remember reading about Deion early on. Deion always, and he he will tell this, he always knew how to sell himself. And that's what a lot of it was about, you know. And he's doing the same thing now with with Colorado. Right. And and that's the thing. Like, the Deion that you see on TV, TV, from what I understand, is not who he is as a person. Right, but it's that's how he markets himself, and there's no doubt that I mean, Colorado hired him. They didn't even have the twenty eight million to pay him. I know. When you told said that the other day, I was in like, the city of Colorado last weekend, you know, they said made eighteen million dollars off of that one game. You know, just from the hotels and the really? restaurants, and so obviously, you know, his sunglasses. They sold one point two million dollars worth of his sunglasses this week in one day. 
the guy knows how to market. And a lot of people rub Dion rubs them the wrong way with the arrogance and the flamboyance. Right. But again, I don't think that's who he is as a person or as a coach even or as, as or who he like he I watched an interview where he wasn't a trash talker. Really? And he says he said I never talked trash. He goes, "Now, if they brought it to me, I gave it back to them." He goes, "But I wasn't, you know, a trash talker on the field. On the field, I was getting busy. I was getting to work." Uh, Dion, I don't think he's ever had anything to drink alcohol-wise. Uh, says he, they say he doesn't cuss. Uh, I mean, and you wouldn't think that, right? When you see no, because you you see you see him as of, as of a, him. But uh, I I uh, I enjoy the hype around it. I think it shows you that uh, you know some of these retired players that were successful can can share with their you know at the college level. I could see you know of course. Michael Irvin, you know, I'm, I'm a Michael Irvin fan, but you see Michael Irvin on the sideline, Warren Sapp on the sideline, all these people that are coming in and 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 helping Dion. It's just it's pretty cool. Yeah, did you and the number of celebrities that were at the college? Oh, little Wayne, little Wayne, you know, walked him out of the tunnel. Yeah, uh, and the experience that gives those college kids that they would, I mean, right? If uh, Brian Kelly was their coach, they're probably not. No, getting that. No, I don't think Offset's coming to hang out right. in the locker room. With um, Even I don't know who Offset is. I just saw that he got interviewed, and there was a fumble while they were interviewing him. But yeah, I, I, I agree. And the things what you always hear about Dion personally, his Christian beliefs, and how he influences and mentors the kids, is something I think is really yeah. impressive by that. So, and and I think kids these days. I don't know if the days of having your coach yell at you like you used to where the coach mm. just yelled at you nonstop. I think they still yell and they still need to yell. But he has a way of um, making a bond with them, I guess, just because of his his realness maybe. Right. Maybe that's the the real thing. Well, and his uh, cool thing, so his, his son got a pick six the other night, broke on the ball, you know, pick six. And you could just – he did have a dad moment when that was over, walked up and hugged him. I mean, it's got to be pretty cool to be yeah, coaching, coaching your, 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 your kids. And, and uh, you know, obviously his son that's a quarterback is very talented, will probably play on Sundays. But his son that's a defensive back, he's plays safety. You know, I don't know if he's going to play at the next level, but just have, being able to experience that pick six – Right, it was, was pretty cool. And his son playing quarterback, he's going to get the opportunity at the yeah. next level. I don't know for sure. Um, did Dion wear number one in college? No, he wore number two. Number two. Okay. Um, then they then wrote wore twenty one. Because mm-hmm. I think it was Dion that I remember reading one day. He said, "You know, now that the college kids and the NFL can wear number zero. and he was like. Why would anybody want to wear zero? Zero ain't nothing, you know. That's a, that's a not. You don't want to be a nothing, you know. Yeah. You so, be number one, well, number one or something. So I was, that's the reason I wondered if he wore number one in in college or not. But all right. So you say Dion was the better athlete between all right, Bo Jackson and Dion. Bo Jackson. I I think hundred percent Bo Jackson's a better athlete. You know, I don't even know if it's in the same ballpark, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't the, think it is. Dion, as good as Dion was in both sports, Bo was that much better in both yep. sports. And if Bo would have concentrated on just one, he's a Hall of Famer and 
one of the, whichever one he decided he wanted to play in. To watch him play baseball and to watch him play football were incredible. And then most of the time he would, was hurt after he hurt his hip, and he still, still was, was so very great. successful. So, and you know, and I, I like to see athletes like that. You know, you got Otani who pitches and hits, which is pretty amazing. He's hit 44. He's out for the year now, but 44 home runs. And a 3.1 ERA. That's impressive. And I love to see that. Is his name Travis Hunter? For, yes. I love to see that kid play both ways. You know, the days of having kids play both ways are gone. And I love to see that. And yeah. so it's something to, you know, old school like to watch. Yeah, unless that. you're at plain dealing who has then 19 you have or to. 20 kids. Yeah, you, you have to see play a lot both. of the both, both ways no, anymore. Not anymore. So, but other than that, I, that's all I really have for a real talk. I just. Very good. We we appreciate everybody joining us on the sidewalk for the Real Talk segment. We'll be up next with the Real News segment of the show. Thank you. Welcome back to the Real News segment of the show here from the sidewalk. Keith, we've got a lot of real news to talk about. Yeah, we do have a lot of real news to talk about. But before we talk about that, I got a little, I want to sing a little song real quick, if you don't mind. Sing, sing it. Happy birthday to you. You gonna help me? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Air Force. Happy birthday to you. Today is the 76th birthday of the United States Air Force, and we just wanted to say happy birthday to the United States Air Force. Yes, I mean, Barksdale is such a big integral part of this community i think barksdale's the largest employer in shreveport Bossier, and we love barksdale love having barksdale it's just been great to for our area and hopefully it's something we have for years and years and years to come but yeah today's 76th birthday of the air force so which you know you think about when you think about the marines and the army and the navy when they're like celebrating 150 200 years you're thinking well, the Air Force isn't that old, but then you start thinking, well, you know, they didn't have planes to right. fly back. <laughs> they didn't have the B-52s. No, even though the, the B-52 is an old plane, but it was not around during the Civil War. So maybe it might be around for the next one. I don't know, but that was a bad joke. <laughs> I, was just, I don't think there's going to be a Civil War. I was just making a joke, guys. Um, but, yeah, so 76 is still a long time. And, and honest with you, one, some of those B-52s are close to – what, they 50? Yeah, they're, they're pretty old. I think they're over 50. It's amazing that those B-52s are still around because those are... In- oh, and all the updated technology they've put in them is it's just pretty impressive. That That is the best plane I think they've ever built. It is just... It can go anywhere. It can do anything. And it is... It is can you imagine the how scary that is to have that flying over? <laughs> knowing they're fixing to drop something on you? Yeah. You know... I wouldn't want to be the bad guys. No, no, no. See that plane. No, you know, uh, talking about the B fifty two. Yeah, we see them every single day. I mean, literally, only time. And I, they fly over my house. My house is kind of at the end of the runway, so they fly over my house every single day. And I've gotten to the point where I don't really notice them anymore because, unless you get used to that noise. So unless it's something different, I don't know. Notice the plane, but. For Tech's first football game a couple weeks ago, they had a B-52 flyover. And I told Denise, I said, you know, we see those every single day, but it still gives you goosebumps 
whenever one flies over at a football game like that because it was still just amazing when it came over the stadium and it just I still yeah. I got goosebumps even then that was just it was amazing to me. That's very cool and obviously being with Barksdale being here in the Shreveport Bossier area, uh, we we get to see and hear a lot of that. Speaking of this. Uh, I think somebody in Benton had a door uh, land in their <laughs> land in their yard. Yeah, well, you know, uh, they wanted to give them a little little piece of piece of. And stuff. then I saw in Greenwood, Louisiana, where uh, a missile launcher was found in the middle of the road. From at first, they thought it was a missile. What, what uh, did it come off a plane or I, was it? It it, it had to have. Obviously, I don't know the details or wow. Did, but I saw that last night. Uh, I think Doug Warner posted that on his page uh, it was found in, in Greenwood but and I'm sure that happens all the time and a lot of times it's just in the middle of the woods back behind the base but right um, but we did want to uh, start off the real news segment by wishing uh, the Air Force a happy birthday and we did a pretty good job of singing yeah. oh good job we might get we might get some gigs singing <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> I don't know if we'll get gigs or not we might get gigged for doing that yeah, I'm sure we're going to hear some people make fun of us later on for doing that. But, hey, if you want us to wish somebody a happy birthday with a singing telegram from the two guys on the sidewalk, give oh. us a call. We'll set, we'll we set can, it up. Was it Cameo that you can do that? Like for our football draft, we had Brad yeah. Sham. Yeah, that was pretty uh, cool. Do the, announce the draft, so fantasy football draft. Yeah, so if you, have a, if you want two guys one sidewalk to do your birthday, we're the ones. Well, reach out to us. We'll be That's happy right. to do it. <laughs> Let's talk about some other I-20, man. What's going to happen in the next two and a half years on I-20? It starts today. It's going to be a headache for the next two and a half to three years, but it's something that needs to be done. I don't think they've done anything to that stretch of I-20. Yeah, they're basically going to take up every bit of it and put it back down. So they've got one lane closed in each direction, east and west of I-20. Currently, I believe, from... uh, Hamilton Road to industrial. industrial. Yeah, so that's going to be a nightmare for people that are traveling that. There's been a DOTD has put some posts out and local news outlets, so we just wanted to talk about that and remind you to be patient with that, that uh, it is going to be frustrating. I mean, I even was, like, coming back from Ruston over the weekend, and I was like, yeah, should I just go back through Houghton and go? And actually, that's what I did. Yeah, so. that's, that's the way I always go through Houghton anyway. But so if you are traveling east or west on I-20, you're going to be diverted on 220 all the way around, which, you know, brings up an interesting question. And and I I think they're talking about it, and I'm sure they'll have it figured out. But, you know, 220 closes anytime it thinks about getting cold. So I don't – that's something they're going to have to really Yeah, because there's a lot of overpasses on 220 that – Become an issue, so that's going to be something they're going to have to work really hard with to keep that open during the during the winter months. I think Highway because, eighty is going to be very well traveled. I think so too, which means going down Texas Street and over into Shreveport is going to be tough. That right there, so just it's going to be some headaches, but you know it's going to be worth it when it's all said and done. And local people can help out a lot. We know how to get around without getting on the interstate, so just avoid and, the interstate. And like I cost. said at the South Bossier luncheon last week. You don't want to mess with that traffic. Just move to South Bossier. I'll put your house on the market up there in North Bossier. There you go. 
move down here and that's right be glad to help you out any of my 318 real estate agents can help as well so. well and not to mention not only can y'all help out but you're moving to god's country exactly so you know you get to move down here to south Bossier. you get to come to our luncheons on once a month and i mean it's the best friday of night worlds. lights and friday Parkway. night lights that's right i mean you got the best of all the worlds down here and you don't have to mess with i-20 you don't have to mess with i-20 so but no seriously I think the best thing us we can do as locals is just avoid I-20 altogether. Like I said, we can get around. We should be able to get around everywhere without getting on the interstate. So, you know, let let those guys do what they got to do for the next two and a half to three years, and and we'll enjoy it when it comes back because right now it'll beat you to death. That spot yeah. around airline between industrial and airline, it's like going over a dirt road, it feels like. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's going to be I-20 for the next couple of years. So, we got to do, got to get it done. Speaking of the next couple of years, totally forgot what I was going to say. Well, there, uh, I, I for there's something that I can talk about real quick. Over in Halton, did you see where there's a young man who in their band who is going to go play at Carnegie Hall? He is going to play the flute. I did on, see that. On Carnegie um, Hall. That, that Derek Harris is his name. Derek, Derek Harris. Uh, he is a member of the Big Red Buccaneer Band, and uh, he's going to get to go play at Carnegie Hall, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. I mean, to be chosen to go play at Carnegie Hall, I, I would think that would be like a dream come true for most people. I, I don't know. I don't. I've never I been played to there Carnegie. two or three times. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. And it was all right. Yeah, back in the nineties, just kind of gotten this kind of old hat to you now. Yeah, it's uh-huh. pretty pretty easy. Did, now let me ask you this: When you were playing at Carnegie Hall in the green room, did they have Dr. Pepper for you? They did. See, is that why you liked it so that's much? Why, like, that's why I went back. <laughs> second or third time. Take a second, third time because you said, "Hey, if I come back, you better have Dr. Pepper yeah. for me." That's cool. I played the saxophone. Oh, cool deal. Yeah. Did you play? Were you in the band? No. So you just picked it up on your own and learned how yeah, to play. Self-taught. You're just gifted that way. <laughs> Naturally gifted that you could play the saxophone. No, I, I'm really playing. I, I I was never talented enough to uh, to be able to play music instrument like this. I did I did self-teach myself how to play Lean on Me on the piano. Is that because you were leaning on the piano and that's what you said, Lean on I, Me? I did teach myself that. Did you do the whole song or just part of it? Just part of it. <laughs> Bing, 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 just like three notes. Uh, no, I, I got about 12 notes in me. Why didn't you learn the whole song? Uh, I got bored. Too, after, too, after <laughs> too much work. You're like, I have to lean on myself to learn this, and I'm not doing this. So, But shout out to Derek Harris, who is yes. uh, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the Houghton Buccaneer. Really, really cool stuff, and you, you love to see kids, uh, you know, achieving their dreams and achieve. I mean that that has to be a really yeah. cool thing for him yeah it really does and it it, it, it says something about the Halton um, music program too that they have someone who's good enough to go so that shout out to Halton band and um, Halton music program so yeah um, one other thing come you you have a big week coming up this week don't I do you? have a big slash busy week coming up so uh, I think we've talked about it here on the sidewalk before but uh, this year for 2023, I was asked to be the chair for the Men Wear Pink for the American uh, Cancer Society, and I'm honored to have been chosen to do that. And this Thursday, we're having our 2023 kickoff event at Margaritaville Casino. We're going to have some live music, some some food, 
and some really cool items that to help raise money for the American uh, Cancer Society and Men Wear Pink campaign. We are auctioning off about 25 items, and, I, cool. and I'll just kind of... Now, is it going to be a live auction or silent auction? It's going to be a silent auction. So okay. we've got a Nolan Ryan signed frame jersey, Justin Jefferson signed frame jersey, Alex Bregman signed frame jersey, Drew Brees signed helmet. That's probably be your most your biggest sell right there, Saints helmet. Joe Burrow signed helmet, Shaq signed basketball, Michaela Williams LSU signed jersey, Anna LSU signed basketball. By Michaela on for both of them? Yes. And Dylan Cruz signed 8 by 10 that's framed. And we've got quite a few baseballs. Paul Skeen signed baseball. Cal Ripken Jr. signed baseball. Wow. Bo Jackson signed baseball. Really? We talked about him earlier in the show. Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr., both signatures on one baseball. Hank Aaron signed baseball. And a Dylan Cruz baseball signed and a bat signed by Dylan Cruz. Probably the coolest item that that is going to be up for silent auction bid is the LSU College World Series team helmet from this year. From this year, that's for, signed by every player. So that's going to have Skeens and Dylan Cruz on yes. there. Yes, and so that's uh, impressive local right guy there. Hayden Travinsky will be on there. So we're we're looking forward to it's 6 p.m. Thursday night, Margaritaville. If you would like to RSVP to make sure you have a spot, you can go to Facebook and go to the. Men Wear Pink, Northwest Louisiana, to our page. There's a RSVP sign-up link. Uh, so it's, it's open to anybody. It anybody is. wants to. That's it cool. is. Uh, and, you know, if you know somebody that's going to be an ambassador, uh, you, you want to sit at their table, give them a call. But uh, we're excited. We, our goal this year is to raise $100,000, uh, which last year uh, my buddy Sean Williams was the chair. They raised 75000 So we're trying to – So your competitive uh, side, you want to beat That's him. right. And uh, we have 13 ambassadors Thursday night at the kickoff. We'll introduce each one of those ambassadors. And those are the guys that are out in our community trying to raise money for a great cause. All the money that's raised goes towards making sure that anybody that has uh, cancer treatments here in Shreveport, Bossier, that they have transportation okay. to and from. So the money, you know, stays local, and it's 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 a very special uh, event and honored. Like I said, I was a part of it last year, helped raise money last year, and now I'll be chairing it. So if you're interested, give me a call, give me a text, go to the page, RSVP, get signed up. Um, it'll be a good time. Got a live band, uh, the Stillouettes will be playing, and some photo booths. And yeah, that is the going to have the is the boxing photo booth going to be? I back? think it. I think it is. I'm that was a really cool. Sure, that was a really cool neat. thing last year. Um, I, I went last year and had a good time. Uh, matter of fact, I think. I won a, my wife a bottle of wine, or a real nice bottle of wine there last last year. So, yeah, it is something really cool. You know, my mom's a breast cancer survivor, so it's something that it means something a lot to me. So, you know, go to that. I'll go to the, get some of these items. I mean, with the, what y'all got right there, it's going to be, I would think, easy to get to $100,000. You know. I think so. I think, and you know, the last year, one thing I wanted to do different last year, the, there's tables set up for 200 people, but we probably only had about 80 people, right. 70, 80 people in there. And so we've tried to get the word out. Um, and, you know, Margaritaville is, is the sponsor of the kickoff event. And we really appreciate them donating their, their room and, and services. It's going to be going to be a fun evening and for a great call. So if you would like to come out, give me a call, shoot me a message. 
I'll RSVP for you, or you can go to the Men Wear Pink Northwest Louisiana Facebook page and uh, reserve your seat. Yeah, and it's free. It doesn't cost anything to be there. So um, all you got to do is just go RSVP. That's even better, to, something that's free that you can go to yeah. and get all these, uh, win on one of these auction items. Uh, bring your checkbook. Don't forget that, or your credit card. Um, and also, don't forget to wear pink. You know, that's... Yes. Uh, obviously... The Men Wear Pink campaign, the entire month of October, the ambassadors are challenged to wear pink as often as they can, make social media posts, bring awareness. You know, I had some pink Crocs last year that I that I wore, and uh, last year my, my pink in my closet pretty much filled up, so I'll be wearing some of that. Just bring awareness and uh, try to help do good in our community. Yeah, I think last year I wore a pink sports coat, and I, I had a pair of pink shoes myself, and I think pink shirt or maybe pink shorts. So, um, yeah, I plan on wearing pink all out again too. I anytime I have a chance to dress up, I enjoy doing it because it gets to be fun for me whenever I get to dress around and look different. So I enjoy doing that. So I'm looking forward to Thursday night. Going to be there, sitting at a table, you know. So um, yeah, come out and see it. It's it's fun. It's a good thing to have. They have a bar there. I think it's a cash bar. Mm-hmm. And so there's, you know, I believe there's, is there snacks? I can't remember. Yeah, we'll, we'll have uh, like meat pies, finger foods that'll be served. That's right. um, it'll, it'll, you'll be able to, you'll be able to eat, uh, maybe even dance, have a good time and meet the ambassadors for the 2023 campaign. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And I think the only other thing, real news that, that I just will share briefly, uh, Bossier city council is going to have a meeting tomorrow. Okay. That's always, uh, um, can be eventful. Um, <laughs> you never, you never know with that, what it's going to, you know, at, at the last meeting, they put up two resolutions. They voted for to reach out and ask, uh, the register of voters to decertify the petition. Um, the register of voters had their attorney, the attorney general's office respond and say, we're not decertifying anything. We can't decertify it. So the, uh, that leaves them with the other resolution where they possibly take legal action. Uh, I know the Bozier Term Limit Coalition is working diligently on asking for volunteers. Uh, if you want to help, uh, and I believe what the uh, the Bozier Term Limit Coalition is doing is they've uh, hired a lawyer and they're looking at doing the petition over and making sure that all the I's and the T's are dotted. And they've got a second petition because if they're going to have to do the work again, they've got a second petition that that they're going to be asking people to sign. They haven't, they haven't announced what that is. They yet. have not. Okay. Um, it's a surprise petition I like that. So it'll, that, that's something to keep an eye out. If you're interested, go to the Bozier term limit, uh, coalition Facebook page. They also have a website where you can sign up to be a volunteer to help them, uh, get those signatures. And, uh, I personally believe that, uh, the more volunteers and the more people we can get, the better and get this knocked out quickly. Cause I still believe we have an opportunity to get it on the March ballot. It's not going to happen for the November, November ballot, but if we can get it on the March ballot, I think that'd be great. Well, and if you think about it, if you've got 30 people, that's only a hundred signatures per person. So yeah. And last time, look, I, I know 
the coalition only had about three or four people walking the streets to get those signatures. We really need 30 or 40 people yeah. to help with that, maybe help set some sit at some tables during some of these football games in the city. Right. Um, but uh, there'll be more to hear from that probably with Bozier Watch and the term, Bozier Term Limit Coalition. So just keep your eyes and ears peeled on peeled out for that. And, and if anything, tomorrow go to the meeting just to see Shane's shirt. I do, I do have a pretty cool shirt. That so I, just, it, it's Dion Sanders inspired. So It is, it so, is. So just go to see Shane's shirt. That would be. Something. And it's inspired, it's made in the USA. Okay. By We the People. There you go. And that's see, even more. Anything that's made by We the People is good. I, I concur. And you know, so, yeah. So, that, like a constitution that was made by. It goes all the way back to that. Well, and it, and it goes back to, again, the people that, that are elected in. And, and in local offices, they should be serving the people, not serving themselves. Won't get on that soapbox today, but uh, just uh, check that out. If you can't make the meeting tomorrow, make sure you watch the meeting and uh, see if you can get involved and, and help with this uh, We the People process. Right. And and if for y'all who are outside the city and you want to go, the police jury has a meeting this Wednesday also. So you can double up and go back-to-back meetings kind of like I'll do. So, but yeah, this week's a busy week for meetings and actually kind of a busy week for for the both of us this week. So, you know, looking forward to everything we got going on this week and enjoy getting on the sidewalk and talking to people. And I think that's about all the real news we have. Do you have anything yeah, else? Yeah, I think that's it. We appreciate everybody tuning in for the real news segment of the show. We'll be back very soon with Keith's favorite segment of the show, the real funny dad jokes. Real funny dad jokes. Thank you all for joining us. Bye. Welcome back to the Real Funny Dad Jokes segment of the show, sponsored by Burkhart Insurance Agency, CB and Chase Burkhart. If you are in the market for auto insurance, home insurance, commercial business insurance, you need to contact Burkhart Insurance Agency at 318-746-6716, Burkhart Insurance Agency. You ready to bring the dad joke? Drive it like it's hot. Drive it like it's hot. hot. Yes. You know, I was just thinking while you were doing that, you have that commercial voice. Call Burkhart Insurance at 746-6716. You got that really good. Got that commercial. That might be my backup. That might be your backup gig right there is to start doing voiceovers for commercials. It might be a thing. Might be a thing. I like that. Um, You want me to start? You start. Knock it out. All right. Well, I didn't want to tell you this, but you know, you remember when I went to Los Angeles a couple weeks ago? I kind of got in trouble there and I didn't tell you about it. But, and you know, running a campaign, you don't really want to brag about it, but I got kind of arrested. Really? Yeah. We went to the art museum and I asked the security guard, can I take a picture? And he said, sure. But then they stopped me when I walked out with one. Which picture did you take? I don't know. It was a pretty picture of some old painting. Uh, I don't probably, know the names of them. <laughs> you know, I got really bored in that thing. I walked around with Denise, but I got kind of bored kind of quickly. Full disclosure, that was a joke, right? Yes, that was a joke. I, I figured since we are telling it here, that joke. I didn't want your opponent to come out with a commercial. Yeah, say, Keith got arrested in Los Angeles for stealing a painting. First of all, I didn't even know what painting he stole. He just stole <laughs> a painting. Now, I, I, that, that was a joke. 
because we're dad joke time. So, well, just trying to make it real world, trying to make it seem more realistic. I got one. You ready? All right, let's hear it. What did one hat say to the other hat? You stay here. I'll go on ahead. All right. Well, I, I stopped by the, the beekeeper shop the other day and told them I needed 12 bees. Okay. Well, come to find out he gave me 13. I said, hey, you gave me 13 bees. He said, that was a freebie. <laughs> gave you the freebie? Yeah. Why didn't I laugh at the cashier's joke? Because Keith told it. It didn't register with me. <laughs> Where's it going? That's a total of good one. Yeah. Like that. All right. That's well, all I've got, by the way. The rest are on you, no pressure. No pressure on that. Appreciate that, not putting anything on me. Also, when I was in Los Angeles, you know, you know, Los Angeles is famous for having Disneyland, correct? And, well, while we were there, I got mugged by seven, by six dwarfs. Not happy. Sleepy? All of them but, but happy. All of them but happy. Yeah. I, I was really surprised that Sleepy mugged me. Yeah. yeah. It must have been moving slow. Yeah, I would. You gotta be not the fastest guy in the world. All right, I got one more for you. Did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? I did not know that. It runs in the genes. <laughs> so. Runs in the genes. Runs in the genes. So on that, I'm gonna um, get out of here with that because I'm just gonna let that one. Need to go change your jeans. <laughs> need to go change my jeans. Yes. Well, and I've got to change something from last week. So last week's dad <laughs> jokes, uh, I I gave somebody credit for the joke that uh, didn't appreciate receiving credit. For no, the joke. he did not appreciate receiving. So I have to rescind last week's uh, really funny joke that we both died laughing at was not sent in by Mr. Burkhart. Uh, the person that sent that in is asked to remain nameless. So. It, it, it's still a very funny joke. Uh, you know, and CB, sorry for throwing you out on that one, but you know, it, it was funny, but I actually do. You know, someone else sent me a joke in. All right. I'm going to go with this one. All right. Why do seagulls fly over the ocean? Because if they flew over the bay, we would call them bagels. Man, I, I, right when you said that, it, it hit me. I, bet, I was thinking land, though. I was thinking if we flew over land, we'd call them land goals. But bagels is even better. I like that. I'm pretty hungry. A bagel sounds pretty good, right? Shout out. That one was sent in by Eric Fulton. You know, Eric does a few dad jokes when we're doing the Friday football night. Yes, on Friday yes. night. And uh, he sent that one, so shout out. And I, now, I do notice this on Friday nights when Eric sends those to you. You don't give you credit for it. You take the credit for it. I do. Friday nights. Absolutely. Well, I mean, he, in the comments, people would see that it was his. Right. So, so. shout out to Eric for sending that in. Yeah, thank and, you, Eric. Again, shout out to Burkhardt Insurance Agency for being the sponsor of this segment of the show. And that is everything I've got for today. I think that's, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And the only other thing I got to say real quick is, you know, we always talk about having real cool stories. Well, 
we haven't had any lately, and we're going to try to have work on that a little bit better. But once again, if y'all don't know anybody who has real cool stories, because you know our audience is getting big enough now that there's bound to be somebody out there with some related to somebody who has some really cool stories. Yeah, we're looking for some real cool stories about people or places or things in our area. Something maybe that people don't realize or know about. So if you have a real cool story, please reach out to Keith or myself. Reach right. out to us, Facebook, uh, phone number, text message, however, and uh, let us know about that real cool story. We're going to do a better job of bringing really cool story segment back to the show. Yes. So until next week, enjoy having y'all on the sidewalk, and thanks for joining us. See you next week on the sidewalk. Bye. <laughs>